Hey T. Hey Sus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Did you guys hear a third laugh? Oh. <laughs> we have a special guest. We do Hey M. 14th episode, you guys. I, I feel like I hyped this episode up a lot. We're super excited about this topic. And we have our very first guest on Ooh. Starfish. Hi. <laughs> this is Melody, you guys. She's one of my good friends. I think she's so smart, beautiful, such a genuine, amazing Sheesh. person. Yes. Do you want to tell them anything about yourself? <laughs> I guess in the context of this conversation. Yeah. I've been working in restaurants since I was 14. Mm-hmm. My first job, I was a hostess at the Mandarin. <gasps> I love the I Mandarin. I would hand out mints, you know? Like, oh my god. Do you want a mint? I didn't know that. And people would ask me if I was working there illegally because I looked too young. Oh. And they were like, is that why you're on mints? Because you're not allowed to work here. People are so forward. <laughs> so intense. My parents used to lie and say I was like nine when I was 12. So you get, get like that like seven <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah, my mom would like sneak containers in. You know? I, I love that. So and we weren't allowed to eat the oh whole day. Oh my god, day. people do that? They don't let yeah. you eat? No, my mom wouldn't oh, let me eat. they sneak yeah. in containers? Asians. I mean. No, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Asians love leftovers, dude. <laughs> yeah. You know when you're like in the weeds and someone asks you can pack up their food and then those fuckers forget it? It's like, yeah. bitch, I was in the weeds, I did this for you and you forget your fucking leftovers. a bag at them and I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> pack that yourself. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. This episode's gonna be about covid Fucking the service industry yeah. and our whole lives. I think this may be the first time we've mentioned it. Have we ever mentioned COVID? Like, seriously? No, because... Because it's been I mean, 14 episodes and not talked about it. Can we start the drink? Yeah, it's I know, consumed yeah. us. I just feel like this podcast has been such a great, positive, creative outlet yes. for us. Yeah. So to talk about COVID on one of, you know, something that makes me happy is just, you yeah, know, not yeah. ideal. We yeah. never really mentioned it once, but yeah, we've been in quarantine kind of <laughs> since yeah. we started this. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, but we started it right around the end, mm. I think. You talk about real life and like all we yeah. hear is COVID and the race war right now. Yeah. So like, it's cool to remember that there's like real life to think oh, about. Oh yeah, and the you genocide know. and the mass murder. Yeah, <laughs> the hunger. <laughs> <laughs> Then I worked at a movie theater for a while. Honestly, I remember as like a teenager knowing I was gonna be in service that like I just wanted to try out all the different realms of the service industry. So like retail, like barista, bartending, serving. You've done it all. Yeah, I remember just like wanting to do that and I'm like, this is such like a low grade aspiration. But I do feel like a natural server, right? Like in terms of like, I want to go into community service. Honestly, it right? takes like a lot of skill. Yeah. Because not everyone can serve, that's for sure. To me, it's like... Um, it says a lot. It's a, a something you can wield, if that makes sense. Like it doesn't seem like a power, but you can wield like your service skills in a way that makes social you skills like, really an agreeable person. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you need social skills and you need to be able to sell. Yeah. And, like, when I go to family parties, those people are so fucking awkward. And, like, I literally end up running that shit. <laughs> because I'm like, this is, like, a 20-person table that I don't want to be at. And, like, <laughs> I got to make this shit lit or else I'm going to have to go. 
you know so like it's actually so true I think that's the thing like when it's, you have the personality for it it's, yeah it's really cool to like especially as like a young person to be like whoa I'm like good at something it may just be like talking to tables and making sure drunk people have fun but like I feel like I'm pretty good at it hey that that's raises good. the guest check and usually raises your tip too yeah so. I'm pretty good at that too I know you are <laughs> I know you are Employer, employers usually don't like me because my sales are really low but my tip percentage is always above 20%. Yeah. That's amazing. Because you know yeah. how to talk to people. Yeah. Or even when I'm bad, I know how to make them feel bad for me and tip me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch you serve. I, it's so uncomfortable. It's amazing. I'm so awkward. Like, but it just works. I don't know. I really, like, I enjoy serving. I think yeah. it's great. Um, it's like socializing, but you're getting paid for it. Are you serving so. now? No. I, so I dropped, <laughs> I dropped out to prepare for second wave mm-hmm. and I was planning it all summer, but then when it happened, I was really sad. Like I, I quit two weeks later than I was planning to because mm-hmm. I was just like, fuck, I'm going to lose not only like this really great, like social aspect, but like, I'm not going to be on my feet anymore. But honestly, it was just getting so high stress and everything being so uncertain. It's like I need to be yeah. ready for Christmas time. <laughs> all the money. You need all the money. Yeah. yeah all that's the money. definitely a, a rough time to quit. But you don't want to get sick. Well, I wanted to see my niece. That was a huge thing. Yeah. I hadn't seen my niece since I started working again in a couple months. And my birthday was coming up so I was like I'd love to go and my dad has MS Mm -hmm. so I wanted to have a COVID test to know I was good before I Mm. went to go see them yeah so I was like I know and yeah I just knew I had to leave and it's not like I'm leaving the service industry I know it's just gonna be like two three months Mm. of like rest it's needing a break yeah and I think it's good for my character like I need to be broke and bored for a bit three different perspectives here to talk about COVID and how it's affecting our daily lives in the service industry yeah Melanie because she's been in it and she's taking a break me because I'm still stuck in it and then Susanna was in it for like a minute years ago but she's not in it at all so we have Three you, unique perspectives. Yeah, and I now I just go out to eat. I was gonna say yeah. you go to restaurants. I experience the serving experience. Yeah. yeah. Well, so then your as a, as a customer on restaurants and safety and all that mm-hmm. is gonna be way less biased than ours. It's gonna be a different yeah. perspective. Yeah. 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 Oh, mm-hmm. she's gonna fuck us up. <laughs> <laughs> you work at one of like the busiest spots. You know, Ruby was definitely in the spotlight for a while just because it of is the, most the intersection it's yeah. on. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I feel like, well, none of us were prepared for this pandemic, but how management has handled it is so amazing. We are, fo- I'm actually so proud to work there. The regulations we're following. Once. Yeah, we haven't closed. Which like, is wild. Yeah. Um, the regulations we're following is literally to a T. Like they're doing so well, temp checking everyone, taking everyone's name. Not only do you have like your own employees to worry about, but like yeah. when guests come in, they're watching your shit. To yeah. see oh my how God. You're handling things and they yeah. have a phone ready. People, mm-hmm. oh, especially so on so Ruby. Stressful. We've definitely had people, like, take photos and shit. On the street, not even in the restaurant, right? Yeah, Yeah. on the street, in the restaurant. Like, I think there was maybe one incident where a server 
pulled her mask off her nose or something like instant photo so we cannot afford to slip up and i honestly think ruby does so well and that's why we're not closed down and we're not closing down so many restaurants on king street closed no offense but the keg was not getting a lot of people and the fact that they closed yeah still like that's embarrassing it's pretty shitty and ruby's doing so well so i'm so proud i'm so proud of us despite everything that was like in the media for a second well, it's so hard to handle. No, None of us have ever lived through a pandemic, so no one knows yeah. what to do. So not only is management really getting, like, a wrench thrown at them, but now they have cameras on them, too. Yeah. So, like, it is really impressive to see how some businesses have, like, really tightened up. Yeah. You know? And yeah. then the other ones just sort of, you know, <laughs> like, that's, I guess that's what's going to happen. Do you think that one of the reasons why they haven't fully shut down restaurants is because if the government orders for all restaurants to shut down, that means they have to pay everyone a universal basic income that's a server. Because you can't not make yeah. them work and then also not give them money. So they're kind of just like, let them close on their own terms. <laughs> well, so is closing the the seating limit then till 11 p.m., mm-hmm. is that not... I don't want to use the word discriminatory, but if you're, you're not going to close this business down because you don't want to pay the EI, Pretty but hard. you're going to take away half of their profitable Mm -hmm. hours yeah like that's true see like you hear you hear so many different things like i feel like there's no like here's the answer like this is it this is the only answer yeah i feel like we're told so much shit yeah and there's so much uncertainty like i don't know if the capacity is 100 if it's 75 like what the fuck Mm -hmm. well to go back to the management thing i know as long as they know yeah the manager at petty he was like preparing for this as in like he was never gonna have more than 100 people anyway you know like preparing for these stages where i think there's some owners who are going really long term with their prep Mm -hmm. and then there's some restaurants that just want to get as many people in and like sort of like seize carpe diem which is what (laughs) young street warehouse did Mm -hmm. and they got almost 2,000 people infected yeah so what are they what happened to them they just got a fat fine and shut down yeah did they get in trouble trouble like I have no idea. Like embarrassing for sure. No. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Obviously, there are good ways to run it where like you're not getting infected by the the restaurant or like the Mm -hmm. workers or whatever. Yeah. And the contact tracing too. You they should be temp checking everyone, like every guest that Mm -hmm. comes in the door, and we're temp check too. And we have to do, like, the little COVID checklist. Like, do you have a fever? Do you have a cough? Like, are you generally unwell? Have you traveled outside of Canada? Mm -hmm, We have to tick that off, like, at the beginning beginning of every single shift. So we have to do it, too. How many people get turned away with a temperature? I I haven't seen anyone yet. I I think it's, like, if your temperature is at, like, 37, that's when... It's like, mm, you're borderline fever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I was worried, like, if I'm wearing a hat or something. I feel like maybe (laughs) in the... In the in the wintertime when everyone's wearing hats and yeah. sweating, like everyone's gonna get turned away. That's yeah. gonna be difficult. Yeah. I when you do the checklist, do you honestly think about it each time or do you know that you just have like five check marks to put down on a piece of paper? No, I just know I have like five check marks yeah. to put down on a piece yeah. of paper. Yeah. yeah. Well also like you're not gonna show up to your shift and then be like, I actually do have a little tickle and be yeah. like, I yeah. Yeah. And then they're gonna be like, Why what like what are you doing? Like, yeah. What happened? It's totally legal. I guess like go home now. Yeah. yeah. They're like, totally just protecting themselves. They definitely said I mean, hopefully you guys let us know mm-hmm. if 
you need to call in sick, like let us know. This is, you know, no more days where you just have a little cold or feel a little sick. Like right. even if you feel a little bit of anything, you're done. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you have to be like super cautious. And I remember being like scared one day because I was sitting out on the deck with my roommate mm-hmm. and it was just when things were getting cold and I was like drinking a bit and I woke up in the morning and I like had the swollen glands. Yeah. You know, <laughs> pissed. Yeah. Being like, I know that this is isn't the Ronas. Yeah. I just was being dumb last night and I didn't have a coat on. But also at the same time, now I have to go get tested. Now I can't do my shift. Like, yeah. I was so stressed out. But you're a good employee. Like, I feel like a lot of people would just lie and be like, I need the money, so fuck it, I'm going into my shift. Yeah, it's true. I feel like a lot of people do that. And that's scary for management. But what to happened to if trust I was their sick service. and I served however many people, so many people. that way? It's kind yeah. of like having an STI. Like, yeah, I don't have to tell them I have <laughs> chlamydia. But like, the next girl's gonna find out. <laughs> like, you think about not saying anything, and then you're like, fuck, I should probably yeah. say something. Yeah, that means you have a good moral compass. Definitely a level of trust Thank you. There. I try. It's it's failed in the past. <laughs> but it, I tightened it up this year, so. So, my, la- my last shift, I only have, like, one shift a week now, which I'll explain in a second. But I was getting ready, then... I get this message from Ruby uh, in our app. It basically explains that they'll no longer be giving hours to any servers who have employment outside of Ruby because they're trying to follow every single precaution, which like I totally respect, I totally understand, and it's no personal attack from like management to the servers, but because they want to do as best as they possibly can to avoid being shut down and, you know, to avoid people from getting sick. Mm -hmm. They want all their servers to stay in one bubble. Yeah. I don't know if we're still allowed to have, like, retail jobs. Like, that, I don't know. When I read that message, so many emotions, like, rushed through my fucking body. Explain the context, though, because you had been fighting for a second job yeah just quit a job yeah so I just I literally just left petty I got a job at parlor and so this message got sent out Friday night and I was supposed to have my first shift at parlor on Sunday night Mm. I was trying I was trying to figure out like a couple weeks ahead of time how I was just how I was gonna balance three serving jobs by like finish like finishing one off Um, keeping Ruby and starting parlor at the same time so I didn't get any training shifts at parlor yet Mm -hmm. so my first fucking training shift was supposed to be on Sunday and then I get this message from Ruby management and it basically yeah it basically said like I mean it was a long great message explaining everything but the end it was like okay let us know what you choose I was like fuck yeah i was so excited to start at parlor which mean means like i already have not the best income like server income mm-hmm. and so my income just got completely like shittered like wiped. cut in half like wiped basically yeah. like i'm literally poverty like yeah. <laughs> you know so you would have been in the same position even if you stayed at petty yeah that's right? true that it wouldn't have changed it's true yeah, yeah. I was excited to start an, a new job I'm and a new so chapter. I'm so excited for you. I, I think it will still start. It will, yeah. So I messaged the partner manager and he was 
so understanding and obviously it's important to take all the the correct precautions or every precaution that you can and he was just like don't worry you still have a job and like covid or if covid settles down which like i'm so thankful for what am i supposed to do financially now and i feel like the whole service industry right now is just so up in the air well so if most servers have another job always yeah like they're actors or fucking yeah nine to five losers no i'm kidding but (laughs) (laughs) they like always have second jobs so if you think on like your restaurant's probably not the only one saying we want you guys to keep your network oh definitely not yeah so now servers have to lose their second job there's less people going to restaurants and the hours are getting cut yeah like, that's actually just your income. Like, that's your mm-hmm. that's how you make a living. Survive. Yeah. And, like, like your industry is being, like, demolished. attacked. Yeah. Like, shit on. Yeah. That's what I've heard the most from just, like I said in, in my Instagram post, for those of you who saw it, the servers, my coworkers who have become my friends and now, like, a lot of them are my family. I consider family to hear us being, like, why are we the ones getting shit on? Yeah. Why are we getting shit on? Why is it us? And yeah. I don't think any of us understand like why this is happening to yeah. only us. Yeah. Someone said in the group um, this week uh, when they showed the Halloween costume mm-hmm. and they were like, they're making fun of us. Oh, yeah. It was like a Halloween costume that was like a server's costume and it said something like, something about being at risk. Like it had a mask and it said like includes 5% tips or something like that. Oh, no. Oh. But like, it was like, we're literally risking our lives and they're making mm-hmm. fun of us. Out like, here. oh my gosh. Do you see my close friend's story the other night where I, I, <laughs> this guy, it was my last shift. I was taking his payment. And he was like, wow, your nails are really cool. Like I really like yeah, them. Really nice. Tips me zero on 75. Yeah. Yeah, I cool. Like, and I am not the server. Like, Jack I've Corona. never been the server to walk up to a table and expect a tip. Like, I don't like doing that at all. I work for it. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> during Corona, like, are you serious? Yeah, and who goes that out? That was just the biggest slap in the face. Who goes out spending that much money knowing they're not going to tip? It's just, it's, like, vicious. Yeah. What did I do to you, man? Yeah. I just think people are a little, they're not as compassionate towards servers right now. Because maybe they've never truly been, like, respected, you know? Like, I only get respect for saying I'm a server when it's in front of other servers. Like, other people are just like, oh, that's rough. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, half Um, the time they say that's rough because they know they couldn't fucking do it themselves. Yeah. I have to stop swearing. I I think I've sworn. Like, drink every time I say fuck. (laughs) I'm so pissed. I mean, lit by now. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I heard... No, it's okay. Uh, oh, I heard someone... Yeah, okay, this was it. I heard someone the other day talking to me about, like, oh, Doug Ford said he doesn't want to close down businesses because he doesn't, like, that'll ruin lives. And then people being like, what lives are being ruined by closing down a restaurant? Like, are you kidding me? That was in the comments? No, this was, like, a conversation I was having. Oh, what? And I remember being... And this was, like, two days ago... Being like, um, you're ruining, like, the business owner's lives and, like, every single person who works there. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how people make their living. And if you're going to close down And, like, Canadian farmers and, like, truck drivers and people who bring produce yeah. into alcohol. It's like, a huge, yeah. like, ch- supply chain. chain. But yeah. people crazy. are saying, oh, if they're getting us infected, why don't we just cut them all down? Like, there's no... Why don't you go? <laughs> Not like, go then. Yeah, right. The reason yeah. why restaurants are open is because people are going. If no one was going to restaurants, they wouldn't yeah. be open. Yeah. Oh, what do you... Okay, what do you guys think of this? I've seen... And this was more, like, corona... Like, quarantine when restaurants reopened. People saying... That they weren't going to go and... Like, people are boycotting restaurants mm-hmm. because they, like, don't want to support it. Mm-hmm. 
which I know is like a thing, but what's been making me mad is like these people still order like Uber Eats or skip mm-hmm. the dishes. So you're saying that you don't want to support the restaurant because you think that servers are being exploited because they're put, being put in like a dangerous position to make their living. But you're deciding to give your money to the owner, like yeah. the business owner, and not the server. You're literally skipping over them and mm-hmm. saying that you're boycotting it for their purpose. You know what, I, what just came into my mind that, that's actually really strange? So, like, they they were think, talking about shutting down restaurants, right? Like, downtown. Yeah. But who goes to restaurants downtown? People like us who, like, don't see their family, who are not yeah. in contact with old people. Yeah. But then... They have, schools are open, and those mm-hmm. kids are directly going home to two parents. Yeah. So, like, that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're, I, we're not seeing anyone. Well, I am now, but, like, before I wasn't. Right. But, like, kids, they just, like, immediately, and then the, their teachers see of their husband and wife. Like, it's a huge chain. It's, it makes you no sense. You know what's interesting with that? Apparently, right now, teacher, teaching support, like, so just supply teachers, are in, like, huge demand. Someone said to me the other day that they're just looking for warm bodies because like a, a teacher gets sick with COVID oh my God. and send them in like bubbles home and they just need someone there. So right now, apparently like you can have half a degree and a police volunteer check and they're like, they'll just take anyone and you just like go and basically stand there. And the rules are kind of weird, but someone was trying to get me to like try to get this job being like, right. I was thinking, I was like, fuck, it's $200 a day apparently, <laughs> but they just need supply teachers so bad because you know, everyone's just getting fucked up mm-hmm. and teachers don't want to work and, like, oh stuff like that. So, you And know? kids are gross. They just, like, lick their fingers and, like, touch the table. Or Costco yeah. or Ikea. Guarantee they're not fucking doing This is what I go off! <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've said this so many times, but what? I feel like you definitely heard it. How, like, how everyone's shitting on restaurants, but then, like, Eaton Center's allowed to be open. Yeah. 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 And how we're all walking through the And there's no contact tracing! No. Yeah. Literally, that one shirt you fucking touch in Zara, yeah. and then touch your face with, literally 300 people have touched it. <laughs> yeah. And their idea of, like, disinfecting is just, like, leaving it on a rack for 24 hours. <laughs> and you know what else? They closed down fitting rooms. Like, Not all. If- no, no, no. But, like, a lot of them oh. were like, oh, we don't have fitting rooms because of, like, COVID. But I'm like, okay, so we're all just going to touch these clothes and, like, try them on in front of each other now? Like, that's yeah. not changing anything. But then, like, like what's, what everyone's doing is buying them, bringing them home. Yeah. Trying it on, <laughs> wearing it, and then bringing it back. <laughs> wearing it as a mask. And then, sorry, and then, like, bringing it back. It's yeah. like, that's you're like, so you're like contaminating it for, like, three days and be like, yeah. nah. And, like, doing the Returning it. It makes no sense. Unless, I don't know if. No, stores are definitely still allowing yet, returns. Mm-hmm. They yeah, all are. They and they're are, free yeah. extended returns. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, what the fuck? This whole thing is just so stressful. And what I'm just confused about the most is the whole benefits thing. Serum isn't a thing anymore. Now it's just, instead of Canadian... Canadian, oh my Canadian. god. Canadian. What are you talking of, about? <laughs> <laughs> instead, of, instead of Canadian emergency response benefit, it's Canadian response benefit. <laughs> And then so what's what with the same letters? I so know. it's just not it's not quick. So like before it was just like send the money out, fucking do it. Now it's just like you need to apply and like after your two like you, you can get five hundred dollars a week for your quarantine. Mm-hmm. But like I'm sure you get it like two months later now or something like that. I don't know. I'm so I'm so confused. And now I ran on on blog to or whatever, I don't even know what Instagram account it was, but there's another benefit called like CRSB or something. Oh, I'm so, so confused. Yeah, I'm so confused, <laughs> and I don't know. Like, do I apply? 
for Why these benefits. Why can't you just put your name in the portal? Is it? <laughs> and they just fucking send you. You right? know what I mean? Like I'm poor and broke, and I don't have anything to do about it. Please uh, send me money. Rent money, please. Yeah, like, <laughs> or stop rent. <laughs> send you my email. I don't know why this is so hard. Like, what are all these applications? Can I, can I get this? Can I get this benefit because I only have one, maybe two shifts a week now? Not because I got COVID and need to quarantine for two so. weeks. I think so. I'm so confused. They have something about hours because, like, Alona was saying. Well, so with the time frames being cut, you're all starting at like seven or eight, and last yeah. calls at eleven. So you're literally alone. Is like I got two shifts this week. I have ten hours. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like I need to find work now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. And so I think you guys are definitely eligible for. I hope so because it's it must be like either you have to like if you're making under a certain amount of money or if you're working under a certain amount of hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not even part time. That's like a hobby. Yeah, yeah it's literally hanging out with friends. Like, I yeah. spend more time yeah. fucking taking selfies than doing that. <laughs> Thousand like, percent. Fuck, someone pay me to do yeah. that. <laughs> I think people would. Yeah. <laughs> you take five oh, selfies. Yeah, there's yeah. this like little thing called uh, OnlyFans. <laughs> do you think that's? I'll drop the link in the description. <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm doing it. Do you think that sex work has increased like substantially? Probably. Like, I'm crazy. Wouldn't be surprised at I all. know a few sex workers, and they are so fucking at risk right now. Um, but I know that things are definitely, like, it's, with clients, it's more, like, consistent, regular versus, like, oh. uh, someone who just, like, who someone who calls in a sex worker mm-hmm. is probably calling the same one more yeah. often. But I know that, that makes sense. they needed yeah. money, like, hard when the shit was going down, and people who use that service were definitely horny Mm -hmm. you know but it just was like it became more contained and it was kind of interesting to see that just be applied there my question is seeking arrangements or not um (laughs) like i wish yes or no like should i or shouldn't i i wish there was like because now i feel like i probably should of like how predator they are on their profile like (sighs) Oh, is he just, like, old and looking for a friend? Or is he, like, old, wants to fuck up my life? Yeah. Like, or is you know? he young and wants to murder? Yes. Or... Yeah. Yeah. I wish I, I wish they had an algorithm for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think they will. Soon. Soon. Yeah, soon. soon. Yeah, yeah. You, like, I mean, put your blood in, like, a thing. If we keep like, getting all these restrictions on it, savage. I might as well. Yeah. Literally. Maybe we should, we could do, like, an OnlyFans, I think. <laughs> This is our only literal. Fans. Should we put our podcast on OnlyFans and be <laughs> yeah. like, be like, hey guys, subscribe and be like, gotcha. Oh my god, what is going on, you guys? Thanks for paying two dollars for this podcast. <laughs> Should we launch a Patreon? Two dollars a day. I'll take anything at this point. Literally, oh, yeah. that's pretty good. Two dollars a day. That's like it's more than one of I can't count. <laughs> two dollars a day. That's like eighty a month. <laughs> million dollars <laughs> what else did I want to talk about um oh yeah so on my way to my last shift one of my girlfriends messaged me and she was just like apparently all bars clubs and restaurants are gonna get closed down on Tuesday right mm-hmm. as in yesterday that text message scared me. and I think that's when I started to get super extremely fucking emotional and pissed about this and then I was just like okay I feel like I need to talk about this out loud on the podcast whatever because nice. I don't talk about too yeah. too much anyways so then 
I get that text on the way to work. I was just like repeating to myself, I'm more than just a server. I'm more than a server. I'm more than a server. I'm more than a server. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, I was almost in tears on my way to work just out of frustration. And I was just thinking, like, I am such a creative girl. Like, I know there's things I can do creatively that I can make a profit off of, but not only for profit because I have a crazy passion for it. Yeah. You know, but sometimes when you're serving and you just get so much quick cash you get a high off of it yeah and then you start to forget like that's not mm-hmm. your only source of income yeah anyway so when i get to ruby things are gonna be closing down so you know treat every shift like it's your last that's terrifying i it sounds like death like, yeah literally <laughs> right and i just feel like we're told these things get those tips because you might die tomorrow <laughs> yeah covid second wave it's, like, it's like it's like a nice way of saying like sell 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 because like you're you guys are the ones who are gonna benefit from it in the end yeah <laughs> when you are serving every day not every day feels like a battlefield like sometimes yeah it's literally just a fucking wednesday i'm just waiting for it to be last call like it's not that intense yeah but then when you're going into your job every single day being like fuck i'm could very possibly be putting my life at risk. I can't see any of my loved ones, so I don't put their lives at risk. Mm-hmm. And I have to be fun and hot tonight. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's so, there's so much, like, dissonance, yeah. you know, where you're just like, apparently I'm in danger, but yeah. this is fun and these are all my friends, yeah. but we shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. And we're closing at 11. We're put like, in such a weird position. Yeah, it's, it's super Because you have to strange. walk around with, like, good positive energy and, like, but your managers are usually, telling you you could lose your job at any second. Yeah, but it's not in any way some type of threat. It's literally no, a fact. But it's underlying, yeah, and that's yeah. stressful. It's that's, true. It yeah. sucks when you feel like there's no net under you to catch you. Well, on top of that, you're making less than half as much as you usually do. Yeah. So that's just like a really big fucking bag of like stress and pressure. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the city, for some reason, is just like, close the restaurant <laughs> like slapping us around with this bag that we've been like, getting punched by all summer <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's intense <laughs> you know oh my god i want to go to minimum wage job because i was like fuck this yeah. is a lot like mm-hmm. i'm gonna wait till this cools down and it's not cooling down yes. at all it's not i mean we were talking about the fact that okay so we shut down once and then they did the social distancing masks and disinfecting but that didn't work yeah so now that we if we shut down again What's the solution? Yeah. If that didn't work, then there was no solution. Like, what What more could you do? Just mm-hmm. keep throwing the kids in gymnasiums together. I get, <laughs> I get, like, what can you do? Like, I guess... It's it's so hard it because, doesn't make it's, any sense. because it's an airborne sickness, you mm-hmm. know? It's like you can't... You literally just can't, like, breathe around people, mm-hmm. you know? So what are we... We can't, sh- like, shut down every single way of being. Yeah. Like, no person is meant to be not within breathing space of someone else yeah. forever. That- Maybe it's just a thing that, like, we're just going to get used to it, and it's just a thing that people... COVID is just a part of our life now forever. Yeah. People are just going to get COVID. And it's like, oh, he mm-hmm. got it. Oh. It's and kind it's of like, like the, the flu. flu. Yeah. 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 It's just like people get it. Yeah. Well, I feel like, like I'm just using it as constant motivation to focus on my artistic side. Yeah. Like I, I was FaceTiming one of my girlfriends the other day and I was just like, I literally wake up and obsess over something creative, like at least two creative things I can do today. I love that. And, and like, but it's, I feel like I haven't had this drive in so long 
because mostly out of like yeah the time and fear like I, I obsess over it like I've been obsessing like crazy yeah just trying to think of ways to create anything yeah that I love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not anything, but I had the same like a blessing sort of like in a way. What is that? A premonition of just being like, I don't I am not just a server. Like there are yeah. things that I want to do that I'm either just like working or too drunk to get to most of the time. So like <laughs> yeah. quarantine was actually with all of this stress, it's almost like it forced you to be like, I have to focus on something else or I'm gonna go fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I remember never thinking of myself in a business way ever right Mm -hmm. I'm like a closeted hippie so the idea of like thinking of myself as someone who could possibly like make their own money and live off of their own creativity and work yeah that was like a huge realization that I never would have had had I not been like oh maybe serving I think before quarantine, I thought I was going to be serving until I was 30 because I was just embarrassing then, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I'll be 40 serving, I'm sure. But like, I'll stop. <laughs> no, but I, I never thought... I always just thought this is just sort of like what it is. Yeah. And it was cool quarantine, things being so stressed, being like, maybe this doesn't have to be what it is. Mm-hmm. And it was really cool to like understand what it is I liked so much about the restaurant industry. And then being like, I hope you guys survive and I'll be back in the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like, I don't know if I can be part of the good fight to keep restaurants alive. Yeah. But I definitely would love to come back in next summer. Mm-hmm. But would like, you ever want to open your own restaurant? Yeah, a thousand percent. I used to have all the, all of these ideas of like, I almost did like a, I almost ran away with this Irish boy to like make a surf retreat in Costa Rica, but I was too scared to drive through Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> That is the whitest thing I've heard in my entire life. <laughs> Dude, my my dad has like drilled it into me. I'm never going to Mexico. It's fucked. He's like, you're going to get your head cut off. Don't do it. What? And I'm like, but how am I supposed to get to South America? <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, book me a flight. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Don't let that stop your dreams. I, my dream, like for real, for real, is to open like a community center. Oh, but because awesome. I love the idea, I love what restaurants can do. I mm-hmm. think when people go in there complaining about price and like tips and stuff, I get so fucking irked because yeah. I'm like, you're not paying, like, some, yeah, you're paying for food, but like, what you're paying for is to sit in this environment and like the, the vibe that we're making. Yeah. We didn't make you walk in here. Exactly. One. And yeah. two, don't bitch at your server because we didn't make the prices either. Mm-hmm. And so. I, I think in terms of being a creative, yeah. the idea of being having enough resources to create your own space make it so nice that you want to invite people in and you can even have them pay for it because that's how nice it is Mm -hmm. that's so fucking cool so yeah like I would love to do that I don't think I'm ever going to be in like a position that's lucrative enough to handle it but I've been with a lot of restaurants as they're opening and I think it's it's a really tiring and stressful, mm-hmm. but like such a rewarding. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was like your baby. You're building a baby. Yeah, yeah. I was so, so excited to start at Ruby, and I think yeah, I, I just love and respect the management there so much because I see how passionate they are. People don't think about that when they yeah. go to a restaurant. People mm-hmm. just think that they're there for a drink. Why is this cocktail fourteen dollars? Okay, yeah. do you know anything about liquor mm-hmm. and, like, you want the ambiance, so you're going to pay $20 for a drink. In That's the location. Like, yeah. Like, I think that people are also really underestimating how much they need 
restaurants in COVID times. Like Mm -hmm. we're going to be locked in our houses soon and not allowed to see people. If we're able to go into a place that's going to be safe enough that we can see other people being alive mm-hmm. at a safe distance, so that's rad. It's like, oh, I'm not, me and my roommate are the only person in the world, <laughs> you know? Like, I think that in terms of mental health and the way things are going, talking to a server or a, bar- or a bartender, if you're, if you're not a server or bartender, it doesn't matter. Like, talking to a bartender when you're having a shit day will turn everything around my experience of like going out i mean i don't think that like anyone really is full following proto at all in restaurants it's just like not i don't even tell my guest my guest to stay seated like yeah we were talking more from like like, a guest perspective it's just like as a guest like you just no none of the servers really follow protocol try not dancing to music as a drunk person yeah and being like 19 yeah there's just no way but the thing is is that i was out the first night when the bars closed at 12 yeah i was walking Mm -hmm. down king west oh my god and it was Packed, yeah. and I was looking to see like I wasn't drunk, so I was looking to see who like the demographic was, and obviously you. I guess I don't pay attention because I'm with my group. I don't yeah. look, like, but as servers, you guys notice the demographic. It's yeah. all fucking kids. Mm-hmm. It's all kids. It you can tell it's kids because it's like it's people like, under thirty. It's like everyone. I feel like it's people under no, like, twenty four. I, I yeah. was thinking like Three. even twenty yeah. because even like twenty two because I was you can tell because of the way that um, girls are dressed. Just like how it's they like you can themselves. tell if they're cold, you know they're super young. <laughs> it's true because <laughs> if you're if they're like in a jean skirt and a cr- and like a small and it's like top, twelve degrees and outside. they're just like shivering. I'm like, oh, you're nineteen. I know. Like, I'm like literally yeah. like in three layers. Yeah. <laughs> but what I was saying is that it was so everything was shut down. That's so cute. And then <laughs> yeah. And all I heard from the crowds of people was like yeah. after party, after party at this condo, after party here. Let me send you the after party yeah. address. And I walked out from they get I walked from Spadina to Portland, and mm-hmm. that's all I heard was after party, after party, after party. Wow. Yeah. And so. I mean, you're, everyone's gonna go to an after party. Yeah. Like, it, basically, the government's allowing everyone to get drunk and then being like, "See ya." Do you Phil, think figure it out yourself? Yeah. I'm not. I haven't been to a coke den in a while. But do you think they're using different bills? No. Or are we sharing? I'm pretty sure they're all sharing bills. Yeah. Easily. Give a shit. Yeah. So like, but that kind of just proves though all of the restaurants they went to. Let's say if every single restaurant was fo- following perfect protocol, like. Doug Ford got a boner protocol. Mm-hmm. All of those people just fucked it up anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? So then why are we closing? Technically, if a restaurant is supervising these people, like, people uh, during patio season, people were walking around because they couldn't get on a patio, and they would wait for an hour. True. So that once they got on, dude, they weren't leaving, and they were going to do everything you said. And that's why we had the two-hour seating time. Yeah. But then, yeah. So if everyone was... that, It literally forces us to be supervised by one another, where if you're going to close down the bars, now you're just asking us to not be supervised. Yeah. So really, it seems more counterproductive. It's just outrageous. Because everyone knows the shit you regret doesn't happen at the bar as much as it happens at the after party. It's all about yeah. the after party. <laughs> right? yeah. And the thing is, is you're not going to get COVID from your server, and you're not going to get COVID from yeah. the other people at the bar. You're going to get it from the people you're with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's what it is. You're just yeah. going to get it from the people that you're with that you see like once a month, your mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. yeah, it's not really about the server or the establishment. Right, the establishment just, can do whatever they want to sanitize, but it is that really where you get it from? No, you get it no, from like your airborne. friend. Yeah, that you're sitting next to. You can't even get it from contact. Like it's not a surface. I don't know so why. So it's all blah blah blah. Like is this all blah? Like a lie? Like, <laughs> it's um, not all blah blah blah. I don't know why they hard. chose. I don't know. 11 p.m. Like, can you only catch it after after 11 p.m.? I just don't know. Because they want everyone home by midnight. Final decision. Oh. 
I think was it. No, there's no way. They must there's have, no there way must have they been, thought. Did they forget what it was like to be in their twenties? There must there's have no been freaking way. a U of T intern who's <laughs> never had an after party. Take in the numbers and be like, it looks to me like <laughs> most people go wild after midnight. Let's get them all in before that. Yeah. And these or because of transit. Gone. So no one uses Ubers at like 2 a.m. together. Is Ubers why people are getting infected? But like, but like, see, the three of us could figure out that it's so dumb to shut places down early that like yeah. they must have this weird logic where yeah. they think it might be Ubers, sharing Ubers. I don't freaking know. Yeah. No, I think, I think they are just sort of like brainstorming in their heads. Like, okay, where do we all hang out? Restaurants? Okay, shut them down. Yeah. Like it's not being like, okay... How come in grocery stores we're stealing toilet paper, touching everything, yeah. touching every avocado and red yeah. pepper we possibly I'm can? I'm like, not good enough, not good enough. The avocados, like, yeah. testing them all out. I remember I was, I was touching all of them and I was like, damn, I hope people disinfect these. Like, yeah. when they get home, because I'm touching every see avocado. people with the gloves touching fucking everything and then they like touch the drink that they're putting like they'll eat things and i'm like you're so fucking stupid like no don't that's come why with those gloves, gloves are not beneficial because they give you an illusion of protection and, yes. and you're more comfortable but actually you shouldn't to be me they actually just like pick up more germs and i'm yeah. yeah. them in your mouth like yeah, yeah just Ugh. wash your hands all the time nest yeah i don't know it's so fucking stupid i feel yeah, like this is a good Kind of segue into Alona's article. Okay. Do you want to talk about Alona's article? Yeah. One of my coworkers and friends wrote this amazing article. She's actually friends and coworkers, well, with Melody and I, but all of our friends. Um, Suzanne will get there. <laughs> <laughs> I met her once. We sat next to each other. Yeah, you guys had a long break. had a good time. Yeah. But Alona wrote this amazing <laughs> article that ended up in the star. Yeah. And... I thought, like, why did she not tell anyone? This article is amazing. It's so relatable. This article, I feel like, applies to every single server and bartender, mm-hmm. whatever, in the industry. Like, whoever's yeah. involved in the industry. Like, it literally speaks for all of us. The The title is King West Server Explains How to Be a Decent Human at the Bar During a Pandemic. Mm-hmm. Rule number one, don't touch me. Mm-hmm. But just that idea of being a decent human at the bar. Mm-hmm. Before we even get into the article, when have we ever, like, sat and pondered what it means to be a decent person at a bar? Like, we should acknowledge how even that is new to the industry. Yeah. Usually you come to a bar to be a not decent person. hmm You know? So, that's kind of rad. <laughs> <laughs> They're all like, how should I behave at a bar? So, throughout the article, she makes four or five statements slash questions and answers them. Mm-hmm. And the first one is, or comments that we've heard from guests, I should say. Um, it's fine. COVID isn't real. Yeah. How does that comment make you guys feel? It's like, if it was, if it isn't real, why am I sweating my ass off with a fucking cloth on my mouth? Because <laughs> the government's like, trying to control you. Yeah, right? They, I got, someone told me that I shouldn't be wearing this mask while I'm serving because it's actually a tool to make me get sick because it's limiting my oxygen while they're making me work. And I remember looking at this person being like, I'm going to be bringing you alcohol for the next hour and a half. Or, I could just bring you water. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I could just leave. Like, do you want me to quit? Like, what's going on right now? I hate when people say shit to the server. It's like, go to the manager if you have an issue. Yeah. Or, or write a letter to in. the prime minister. If you have an issue, write into blog TO. Mm-hmm. And they will deal with that accordingly. Yeah. Like, you're eating at my restaurant sitting here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, coming in without a mask 
and like bitching about how you can't use the washroom without a mask. It's just like, dude, like I know you've been on. It's a 30 second walk. We're working 10 hour shifts with this mask on. Like when we started up at Penny again, our shifts were nearly 12 hours. I was working 12 hours often. Yeah. In the middle of summer, starting at noon. Yeah. Having to lift shit, move shit around, you know, and then still be pretty somehow. Mm -hmm. Like it was such a, I didn't wear makeup for months. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, COVID isn't real. And it's it's such an <laughs> insensitive thing to say. Yeah. Like how Alona says in her article, so many of her family members were affected in Russia and shit. It's just like you don't know what mm-hmm. that person is going through. And I feel like people tend to forget that servers are humans too. Like we're not just like a we hologram. We all got like, sick in March. Like, yeah, I was I was pretty sick in March. I was, I was in the hospital for a few hours. Yeah. So like it's fucking real. Mm-hmm. And I, we all got sick because we were trying to make money before our industry shut down. Yeah. You know, we know, we all know so many people who have gotten this virus. It's like, how stupid, like, how dare you say something like that to someone who's trying to serve you, serve you. Yeah. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Relax. Why don't you talk about this at home? You know what you should do if if someone ever says that to you? Be like, oh, it's not real. And just like cough on their drink and be like, it's not real, right? (laughs) Pull Pull your mask down and just go. Yeah. yeah. Be like, it's not real. Don't even worry about it. So I'd be like, I totally agree with you. It's so not real. Yeah. Yeah. And start like hugging them and be like, oh my god. Like, <laughs> it's like the best. You grab their drink and have a sip. Yeah, yeah. Be like, I just tested this for you. Yeah. yeah. Lick their like margarita rim. <laughs> so dumb. Suck so on dumb. All either. their chicken fingers. Okay. Next. Next one I wrote. Um. Oh, this one was a good one. This one, do you know if there's a 4 a.m. after party spot after yeah. this or whatever, or bar or whatever? You're like, that, yeah, it's called your bed. Go yeah, seriously. Yeah. Why? First of all, just no. That's just such a dumb question. Why would you want to go out later and expose yourself more Why would I during a pandemic? Um, I had this group of guys that came, and this was in July or maybe August. Like, it was still, like, things were still weird. And they were from Calgary. Mm-hmm. There's two from Calgary hanging out with a Toronto friend. They were pissed. They wouldn't shut up about it, about how they had to wait for an hour because they had to wait for a table of four. Mm-hmm. Or, like, if they had another person, they would have been able to get a table faster. But since there was only three of them, they couldn't have a four table. Yeah. So they were all pissy about it. Was, like, we're trying so hard to get me to hang out with them. And then started complaining about how they're having a hard time getting girls to hang out with them. Because they're not even allowed to go talk to girls at these tables. How we're being all strict and shit. And I remember in my head being like, you're from fucking Calgary. <laughs> like, go home. Like, you know, go find girls there. Like, you came here to find girls during a pandemic where you're not even Where's allowed to your see your family. Yeah. Like, Whoa. no one is coming to your Airbnb. Yeah. I don't know how you got that. That's well, just so embarrassing. That is embarrassing. And why right. would they tell you that? They're probably yeah. hoping that, like, oh, if we mention this to her, maybe she'll be, she'll be like, oh, welcome. They wanted okay. me to come out so bad. And I, like a loser, had to entertain them because they were drinking premium liquor. So I was like, oh, I told them I had a boyfriend, but, and that all my friends had boyfriends, but they're, like, trying to find, like, girls for them to hang out with. And in my head, I'm like, I feel like you guys are living, like, as if it's, like, summer last year. Yeah, but yeah, also, I, like, if you are, if you want girls to hang out with you, just pay them. Like, find, like, a Yeah, like, literally. That's just harassing so, Yeah, exactly. Here. Yeah. yeah. But why are you flying through provinces during a pandemic to look for girls to hook up with? Go on Tinder, say you need a steady wave mate 
you know. <laughs> but I guess maybe in Alberta, it's just not a, COVID's not as serious. So then they came here, they were like, oh. It is the Texas. Of, yeah, so they yeah. were just kind of like, oh, okay, oh, like, I guess they actually take it seriously. I'll just never understand male logic. And well, I feel like do I don't girls... understand it because they don't have logic. So it's not possible <laughs> for me to understand anything What is do. there to understand? It's, very... it's literally impossible. The reason... There's no reason behind the decision-making process. Yeah. The the decision-making process is just very egocentric. It's We're like, what's right get... for with me? Yeah. What's good for me at this moment? And what do I want? And how do I get just it? Trying That's trying to get it. his dick wet. Jesus. That's literally it. Yeah, next question. What's it like with the mask on? Let me see your face. Oh, this one was so annoying. How many a night did you get of that? A I, lot. I'd say at least two times a night. At least, yeah, yeah. two or three when times. I, when and I, the way they, sorry, the way they make you, or made me felt was just so oh, They have guilty. this look in their eyes. Like, Where they're like smiling and appreciating, and then they're like, what do you mean you won't show me like your dirty. face? I got it from women, too. Really? Oh, yeah. Women, it was later. It was once they paid and they were all already a little drunk. They'd be like, you're so pretty. Can I just see your <laughs> face? Like, I'll step back and meet her. Can I just see it? It's and I'm just, just like, weird. Okay. That is, like, when I read that in the article, I was so confused. Because I was like, why would anyone say that? Yeah. And it makes you feel like, I, I mean, I feel like it would make you feel pretty for a second. Like, kind of like a... Like a freaking hooker. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like... They're asking me to take your shirt off. Is yeah. What it feels like. It's, it's yeah. like, am I your doll? Where it's like, take your mask off. And you're like, okay. Like, yeah. And then, yeah. And then they're just going to judge your face. That's exactly yeah. It's like a beauty competition that is yeah. so creepy. It but they're so always going to say they like it. But like, now you're they're like, like oh. I feel like they're lying. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not wearing makeup below my eyes. So. Yeah. Yeah. What if they're like, oh, put it back on. <laughs> That's yeah, like, that question's so extremely When they were creepy about it, because there's, like, older dudes who, like, there was something about only seeing your eyes that got them going. Like, they got really it's the creepy. Mystery. It's yeah. the thrill. And I would just tell them it was illegal to see my face. <laughs> and they'd kind of take it, but they'd be pretty pissed. And I'd be like, I didn't make the law. Like, you know, I can't show it to you. But, yeah, it felt, like, really invasive. Which is funny, because they always see my face, typically. And, yeah. like, there was other times when people would ask... I'm like, you know what, like, yeah, and I would just pull it down just because, like, mm-hmm. it seemed friendly. And then there was other times where you were just like, ew. And the <laughs> only reason they're asking you is because they they feel like they're entitled they're, to see you because exactly. they're paying. You would yeah. never ask, like, a shopkeeper, like, a cashier at Loblaws being like, show me your face. And never. I do. It's like that I'm paying point. for you, like, entitlement. Yeah. I do. so gross. I do feel like if they were making a lot of money, like, as if I had to. Mm-hmm. Or if they were pay- like if it was a big bill, then I have to do it, mm-hmm. and that is like a really strange like. Okay, am I putting anyone at risk? It's dirty money. Yeah, I all, that's yeah. It's, that's how I explain serving. It it's is. literally dirty money in yeah. me. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, when I make money from serving, but also at that moment, like you're putting them at risk, you're putting yourself at risk, yeah. and then you're also putting the company. That you're working for, like, and what if someone snaps a pic? Exactly, when you do this? exactly. But then and that's when big spender is upset because mm-hmm. you won't show them your face. Yeah, it is a really weird position. It's such a it's weird a concept you would never even think of. Yeah, it's a big fucking issue. But it's like imagine pre-COVID if someone sat down and was like, "Can I just see your toes?" Yeah, <laughs> like, what? You're wearing me. socks. Like, come on, and show I'm like, me your no, socks. it's against health and safety. I'm not allowed to take off my shoes on the floor. And they're like, "Come on, baby." I just yeah. ordered Don Julio 1942. Just let me see your toes. 1942. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's outrageous. For anyone who's listening, if you've ever said that, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> like fuck you. 
so fucking creepy. But one thing that was interesting is as I've had the past month, I've had a lot of clients who are doctors and nurses, and so I've just been asking them a lot about it. And they all work at different hospitals, mm-hmm. and they one of and then I heard two things that from two different nurse, one nurse and one doctor that worked at one is at Toronto General and one's at Humber yeah. Hospital, and so. Initially, they said that they had a COVID floor, and then now they, and then all the people that were in the thirty-five in the thirty-five beds were all from the old folks' homes. Mm-hmm. So they had no one really young and sick. Now that they got rid of the floor because there's no cases, in, they're both ICU nurses and doctors. Yeah. And then they said they have two cases in the Toronto General. Wow. And then she said, I was like, yeah, because like she's like, I was like, what does it mean with the rising cases? She's like, it just means that more people are getting tested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it doesn't actually mean that they're sick at mm-hmm. all because saying that someone has a case does not mean the severity at all yeah like has no relation mm-hmm. and she's like i stopped reading it she's like you should too both of them said don't look at the numbers don't look at it because it she's like it's just like it's like a fear tactic she, yeah yeah she literally i mean i don't know if i should repeat this but she was like it's literally bullshit yeah she's like it's bullshit like literally a nurse said that yeah she said it's bullshit she's like there's nothing going on like it's not that well, so i was reading it in the paper and when things were really bad in may um, 8% of people getting tested were testing positive. Mm-hmm. So right now, the numbers are going up way higher than they ever have been before. Let's say like a 700% mm-hmm. increase. But like it's 1.2 I heard or 1.5% of people are testing positive. So yeah. the percentage so is in relation, so low. Yeah. When you scale it, it's mm-hmm. less. <laughs> the numbers like are less lower. Less people are getting sick than they yeah. were before. Mm-hmm. Um, but because everyone is freaking out. And if 1,700 people got infected from one restaurant, those 1,700 are going to get tested within a week. And mm-hmm. those numbers are going to be in it. But like, yeah. are they isolating? We're mm-hmm. probably good. Like... It's, it's hard to not get caught up in, like, the fear-mongering, but if you actually want to monitor it, you have to take a step back and, like, do those fucking percentages. And do the yeah. math. And why yeah. don't they show us the math and, like, the statistics? Like, because people don't understand math and they don't care about just, it. It's yeah. so toxic. And yeah. I, I hate when they show, like, how many people have gotten tested. I was like, that that's such a high number and makes yeah. no... Like, I don't need to see, like, 100,000 because you're like, 100,000 people got tested. It's like, that doesn't mean... And now I'm thinking that there's been a hundred thousand people in one building today. Yeah. You know, and now I'm just like, did yeah. they get each other sick? Like, yeah, yeah, but it means nothing. Like, yeah. it's like they test everyone. Another interesting thing is that, so they, so now you have the two-week uh, mandatory quarantine and if you come from, like, if you're traveling from outside. Mm-hmm. But what they don't do is they don't test those people and then she should get them tested and then that t- takes two days and then be like okay you don't have to quarantine so yeah. why if the tests are so effective why are they making people quarantine for 14 days does that mean the tests are could not be true you know how many people were like as willing to get tested for stis as they were yeah. for covid oh my god i was thinking that too there's people lined up every single day <laughs> come on to get a covid test a- a- yeah and stis literally impact the health com- health care system like crazy yeah, yeah. Like, hello like yeah yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That no, it's so true. Like, I think getting tested and being like, oh yeah, I tested. Like, having a regular STI check should be like going. Like to, getting blood work. Yeah, like just something really easy. It doesn't have to be crazy. You don't have to freak out. You should just like feel comfortable knowing that your body is healthy. Mm-hmm. But like, we're definitely testing that out with COVID now, mm-hmm. being like, I want to be able to go out with my friends or see my family. I'll just go get tested. Yeah, it'll like really fucking suck in my brain because of the swabby, but (laughs) it's totally worth it. Mm -hmm. So maybe that will, like maybe safer precautions on restaurants will stick around and that'll be a good thing. And Mm -hmm. like, 
um, not going to that after party we should mm-hmm. all do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, maybe some of these strange new normals aren't so bad, mm-hmm. but cutting off our income is definitely not going to make me for it. Yeah, definitely it's not. It's not helping. Sad. Yeah. But also positive. Seeking arrangements. <laughs> More time to be creative. <laughs> to sum it up. Less money to eat. <laughs> Start sucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> And don't forget, another <laughs> starfish. <laughs> Yay! Thank you.